Hey, you found us. It's the Ben Mad Sportscast. I am your slightly under the weather host, Ben Glicksman, along with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And Matt, we are going to b- b- break it down in honor of DX in making honor the of W. Hall of Famers. Indeed. Uh, ASU basketball uh, in a battle with Stanford right now, so we will periodically be noting what's going on. It's currently, for me, 2220 Sun Devils. Yep, yep, same thing. We just took a two-point lead. So, Matt, ASU basketball uh, has been on this fun, terrible roller coaster of yeah. uh, alternating wins and losses that they got on last year, appeared yep. to break out of slightly, uh, but they are 8-5 and five with five conference games left. Yeah. How many regular season games do they have to win for the Pac-12 tournament to not matter? Oh, to not matter at all? Probably all five. Um, and even then, I'm not sure. I mean, I, you know, one and done in the Pac-12 tournament might might not be good. Um, but, you know, I, I don't I don't think, you know, we're in the position where there's not a lot of quality wins out there. Um, and, you know, the, the trip to Oregon, Oregon State, okay. Uh, I mean, those, those, you know, Oregon State's second in the conference right now, but they're, they're nobody's idea of a tournament team. Um, you know, Oregon's had some nice moments this year, but not really any, not really what they were supposed to be. Certainly nowhere close to that. Um, the trip to Arizona, you know, certainly is, is not going to jump out as a signature win. I mean, it would be big for us as a program, but not in the eyes of, you know, the tournament. So there's, there's not any opportunities to win, you know, a marquee game. So we just need to stack wins. I think, you know, going four and one, going four and one down the stretch would, would be, what we said at the halfway point when we were six and three after we beat Arizona, that if we could, you know, repeat that six and three again, we'd be 12 and six. You, you, you felt okay. Um, I still would feel okay, but I, I still think, you know, you would need to win the conference tournament, but you'd probably need to, to win a game at least, maybe get to the final. I think that it is certain that they need to sweep this weekend at home. This feels big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you've got Stanford, who is without their best player tonight. Um, and then you've got Cal, who is maybe the worst team in, in the, you know, power conferences across the country, not just in the Pac-12. I mean, they've not, they've not won a conference game. Very few have been close. Uh, you, you've got you've to gotta get these two. And, and then you got to, I think, find a way to win two of the last three there on the road. Obviously, all three would be even better. Um, but if you could go two and one in that stretch, uh, you know, I, again, that that puts you at twelve and six. Certainly, would get you a, a first round bye in the conference tournament. Yeah, almost assuredly, uh, you know, which would be you, a big step for us. We haven't we haven't done that. So, and you'd eclipse the twenty win mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we'd be at what twenty one total with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we'd have a reasonable case at that point to get in as an at-large, um, you know, it, it, it's perilous. Uh, I mean, nothing we could do short of winning the conference tournament. <laughs> I think, you know, we could we could go 5-0 and down the stretch, we could get to the final, and we're still going to have to be a little nervous on Sunday of the selection show. I, I don't I don't think we're going to do well enough to feel like, oh, we're, we're good, we're in. Um, you know, obviously the more wins we have, the better, but, but we, we are going to have to sweat it out. If, if we have a shot at all. I'm in the same uh, general frame of mind as you. I think that if they 
I think that if this team wins six more games, they're in. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you know that that seems like a good bet, um, and yet because of the inconsistency that has been the case, you know, since conference play and really even non-conference play. I mean. Unlike last year, where we were we were rolling in non-conference season, and then we hit the conference season, and all of a sudden the roller coaster started. It's kind of been that way all year. We went nine and three. We had you know ups of you know beating Kansas and and you know beating Mississippi State, you know all that winning in, in you know Vegas, and then we had the downs of losing to Princeton and losing to Vanderbilt, having to sweat it out against Georgia. So it, this has been this team, and so do you really think they can win six out of seven? I'm not sure that I do. I'd love to think so, but they we haven't seen it this year. Yeah. It would be I, I think six is the the level where you say I'm comfortable. We're in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You I know. think five I, is okay, depending on which yeah. one they lose. I mean right, they, exactly. They, the whole thing is over if they lose to Cal, like that's just the uh, yeah. I mean that that feels like the collapse of, of the you know house of cards. If you lose that one, you'd have to win the conference tournament. I feel like you you cannot. I mean we've already got several bad losses on the resume. Um, you know the Vandy loss just gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, that didn't feel that bad at the time, but you know they haven't won an SEC game. They haven't won in 2019. Um, so that's a really tough one to swallow. Losing to Princeton, a, a middle of the pack Ivy League team, uh, losing to Washington State, who's the eleventh place team in the conference. You know, we cannot add another bad loss to that pile. Yeah. Um, where we are now in the ASU game is an awkward official review as uh, Tayshawn Cherry got tied up with a Stanford player down low after a tipped uh, ball. And yeah. they wound up laying on top of each other. I honestly overlooked in all of this because I have the game on mute. Uh, is the fact that Short got his hand in there to force the loose ball that led to the chaos? You yeah. know, just sort of yeah. a help yeah. defense poke that was, almost created was, a turnover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what they're looking at here. They look at to see if there's any sort of technical or something. I guess. I mean. I don't think there is. I know the game is I, they, soft now. They but. got tied up. The the teams jumped in, kept them separate. Right. No one. There right. wasn't even a you know really yeah. a forearm shiver. I, you no. know, I, I could this, see potentially looking at if the Stanford player flung the ball into the crowd as opposed to what actually happened, which was the yeah. back of his hand knocked the ball in the crowd. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It, I don't know. I mean, this feels like one of those. Uh, Slightly over officiated scenarios. I, I know, you know, I know why, but there really isn't much here. I mean, Cherry's going for the ball. He pulls him down. Guy goes down. There's no, there's no punches thrown. There's well, no swings. And on the replay, uh, you'll see Cherry had his hand on the ball. Right. Um, right. But he also got his arm hooked with the Stanford players. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, what did they call on the floor? Do you know? Did they call a foul on Cherry? I think they called a reaching on Cherry. Did they? Okay. I mean, and I could see it being a foul. It shouldn't be anything more than that. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to see who it's out on. Maybe. I mean, yeah. if, it's, if it's out of bounds, it's off Stanford. Yeah. 
I mean, I really think they're going to call a foul. That they're wasting too much time too. to not call. Uh, based on the editing, I think they're trying to determine if they're going to eject Cherry because yeah. they keep showing just Cherry and the right, you know, right. Well, then it, it always always fun to watch two officials look at it and then one walks away and then the third one comes in to get a look at it too. Like, why weren't they all looking at it? Maybe we could get a Is bigger not- TV. Was there not enough room around the TV screen for all three? <laughs> I mean, this is, I, I get it, but uh, this is the stuff I hate about, you know, sporting events now going to them, you know, just the standing around watching the officials talk. Like, come on, let's get back to it. There's, yeah. there's enough, there's enough dead time in a game for all the TV timeouts and things like that. Like, you know, this is, this is not getting it done. Yeah. Um, so the big, General sports news of the week, I think, is that uh, Manny Machado signed a 10-year, $300 million deal with the Padres. Yeah. And, of course, immediately uh, Bryce Harper's people have leaked that he's already turned down numerous $300 million offers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, now, is the Machado deal totally 100% official now? I mean, if the Padres announced it, or are they still playing hard to get on that? Uh, I don't think it's official. Official, um, yeah. But no one's really disputing it. But yeah, but yeah I, he still I, had uh, to take a physical, and and you know, right, I don't know if he was right. in Arizona to even you know do that. True, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's. Um, uh, I mean, I I told you my thoughts yesterday when we texted about it, and you know, uh, I just think it's I just think it's bound to end poorly, and and not just end poorly, but go poorly soon. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think this is going to be like, oh yeah, by year eight it's not going to go well. I would say by month eight, uh, it's not going to go well. I, I just think this is a bad, bad marriage that will not work for either side. They, um, you know, last year they made a big splash with Eric Hosmer, and that didn't did. work. Did uh, not go well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, let's double you know, down. I, I, I respect that they are trying a to win. A flagrant uh, one? Are you kidding me? Did they call it that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So Cherry got hit with a flagrant one. Okay, back to yes. back to the San Diego Padres. <laughs> I I mean I, I respect they are trying to win because they haven't been relevant for a while, and and you see these franchises that you know seem to just kind of tread water. Um, and, and so I, I do, you know, I respect they're giving it a, ro- a whirl here and trying to do something. But I just think this is, to me, this is Machado going for the big money and not going where he probably wanted to go. I mean, you heard reports all along. He doesn't really want to go to the West Coast. He doesn't really want to go there. And then he went there anyway. And so you just feel like by, you know, three months in, he's going to be thinking, yeah, the money's nice, but this isn't where I wanted to be. And I think the Padres are thinking they landed a you know major headliner. I just don't think he is. He's a very good player, but is he a is he a needle mover? Is he going to put a lot of extra people in the seats? I doubt it. Yeah. Myself, I I just think about the offseason, and I know it's hard, and it, it's you know a difficult question. But mm-hmm. I I look at because I follow the Brewers more than anybody else. But I look at they signed Grandal and Mustakis. Yeah, for twenty eight and a half million. So for and you'd have a million and a half left. Yeah, and you'd upgrade two positions. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just I guess I guess part of me is skeptical and and was skeptical last year when he was on the trade block as well. (laughs) 
that Manny Machado is a superstar. He's a good player. He's an all-star. But is he is he a superstar? Is he a guy that, that uh, instantly makes your team, you know, 10 to 15 wins better? I don't think he is. I don't think he's ever been that. Now, maybe he still can be. He's young. But I, I just – I haven't seen it. Well, and I, I mean I feel that way as much with Harper. Um, right. Somebody – some player, and I don't know who, tweeted, um, so does this mean Trout's worth a billion dollars? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and, and like Trout I think is that good and yet you could also – you can look at him and you can say, well, as good as he is, what's what's he ever accomplished? What's his team ever accomplished? I'm not putting that on him but – I mean, I mean, he's an MVP year in and year he out is, candidate. He I, is. He's a great player. I'm not. I'm not knocking him. I'm not. I'm not trying to be like first take here and say, oh, he's overrated. Um, he's great, but baseball's not a one man show. It's not basketball where you add LeBron James and your team gets better, or uh, you know, or you add Kevin Durant and your team gets better. Um, you know, so does this make the Padres? I mean, how, how many games did Padres win last year? I don't know offhand. I'm guessing around 65, 70, something yeah, like that. I mean, I think it was something under. I mean, it was they were comfortably under five hundred. They, they were, were well under five hundred. I think does, they were. This, you know, they're not. Get, this I mean, doesn't move the needle to me. I'm no, with you on does that. Does this even get them close to five hundred? I mean, let's say they won sixty five games. Does this get them to seventy five? I doubt it. And even then, is that good? Well, I mean, you're, like, you're in the division with the Dodgers and the Rockies, who both made the playoffs. Uh, I mean, clearly the Diamondbacks are, right. you know, not trying. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and the Giants, it's Bochy's last year, so maybe they, you know, win one for the Gipper type season. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't think this puts them in the vicinity of the Dodgers. As a, I don't think you know? so either. No, no, I'm looking. So they won. They won 66 games last year, 66 and 96. If if you gave me over under seventy five wins, I'd take the under. I would put it at seventy two and a half. Yeah, um, I'd take the under on that too, probably. But I think, I think there are a couple lessons here. Your point about Trout to me is kind of tangentially related to why I don't like this deal, which is mm-hmm. Albert Pujols. I mean, right. Right. It's not exactly the same, but... No, no. I mean, he's younger than Pujols. Yeah, um, but, a tenure, deal, but a 10-year but. deal that even in the best of scenarios, he's an albatross at $30 million a year at I, the end of that deal. I think so, yeah. Yeah, now, he's got apparently an opt-out after five years. And, and I was listening to Dan Patrick this morning, and they're talking about, you know, well, you know, what are the odds he opts out after five to make more? And low. I'll tell you what, I'd be surprised if he does. No, I think, I think that's gonna, low. Unless think, they've won I a think, World Series or he's an MVP. Exactly. I don't exactly. think 33-year-olds don't by, opt out for more money. Exactly right. I mean, I bet by by the time that comes up, what we're going to be saying is, boy, yeah, he could exercise that option in the team, whoever he's playing for, whether it's the Padres or whoever. We really hopes he does, but he's not going to because he's not going to get any more money than that. It is a whistle fest in Tempe. It is, and Bobby Hurley is, to no one's surprise, complaining. I, I mean, I think the guy threw his head back when Romello White I mean, I'm not saying there, he's but, wrong, but that's, as we've discussed many times with Bobby Hurley, he's a boy who cried wolf. 
yeah. you know, because many times, yes, he does have a legitimate reason to complain. But because he complains all the time, I think, you know, the reaction is, oh, yeah, here it goes again. So here's what I expect will happen. I think that it will be a poor relationship. Mm-hmm. And the only way it ends, there are two ways it could end. One, Bryce Harper or some other player is an equal malcontent. Like let's say, you know, Giancarlo Stanton right. becomes a malcontent in New York and they and just they trade problems. For each other. Yeah. Yeah. Or and and this will never happen because some of the stories you saw about the pressure these guys were feeling from the union to not take uh-huh. a deal uh-huh. um, is being willing to give back some sort of like an NBA buyout right. type situation right. to just go away. Exactly. But you're right. I mean, with, with things as they are now, I don't see that happening in baseball. Um, you know, the, the Carmelo Anthony situation that we saw, you know, him, him, you know, take a buyout from, I guess it was OKC ultimately that, that gave him that buyout. He's been with so many different teams in the last 24 months. It's hard to remember who gave him what, but, but you know, you don't see that in baseball. And, and I don't know, it was, it was discussed about Alex Rodriguez back in the day. He was going to, he was going to take less to get traded and the players association wouldn't let it happen basically. Um, so I, I don't know that that will happen. I just feel like by, by let's say 2021, if not sooner, you're going to hear, well, the Padres would really like to unload Machado, but the only way they could do it is by paying a big chunk of his salary. And, and it'll, you know, maybe they'll be able to do it. Maybe they won't. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to be like the Diamondbacks and Zach Greinke, which was kind of the same thing. They gave him an above-market deal, and it didn't take long, and it's still going, where it's like, well, they'd love to unload him, but nobody wants to take that whole salary, and they don't want to pay him to just go away. So he's still there, but nobody's really overly thrilled about it. Yeah. So I think, it, you know, I'm with you. I, I don't see this being the difference maker. I know the Padres have – you know, sort of revamp their farm system. Yeah, um, yeah. But and and I mean, it'd be great if they could if they could be relevant again. I you know, San Diego's a great city. Well, uh, and, they don't and, have to, you know the football team anymore, and so it would be great if if they could do something. But the, I don't see this being the key to it. The Padres franchise. I like this move for a couple reasons um, that are not related to the game of baseball, because <laughs> um, I think it's not going to pay <laughs> off as a baseball move. But yeah. they are. About to rebrand, return brand, to bring the orange back. Right, right. Um, They are also now what the Trailblazers are to Portland. Yes. uh, What the Grizzlies are to Memphis. The Spurs to San Antonio. They can be that one team in the city. Now, what I I said about Portland yesterday. You know, what I said about Portland's not fair. Because, you know, the Timbers are a former MLS champion. Well, so. they are, they are. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I read that exact same comparison to San Antonio and Portland of, you know, a, a one, one major sport city that really, you know, rallies behind that team. And, uh, you know, and, and maybe that will work. Um, you know, well, they, I mean, it's a big enough city. You don't need to get, ev- it's not like green Bay, Wisconsin. You don't need to get know. every single person invested. You just you need know. to get, enough 
And if True. it's the only game in town, you know, San True. Diego State, USD, and this. Right. Right, exactly. I mean, it, it but California, it's a, it's a tough area. I mean, you saw it this year with football. To, and, and granted, football's different, and, and, you know, there's different attributes to things. But the Rams and Chargers were both good. The Rams made the Super Bowl. The Chargers were really good all year. And neither team tremendously moved the needle. The Chargers certainly did not. Um, and the Rams really didn't. They're like, you know, I've read stories about, you know, the, the TV ratings for the Super Bowl were worse in L.A. than they were the year before. Um, you know, that, that, you know, you drive around L.A. and you see Lakers gear, and you see Dodgers gear, and you don't see any Rams gear. Um, it's, it's hard to gain traction in California especially a city like San Diego where what's it, it's famous for, you know, it's tremendously great weather. There's all kinds of things to do outside of going to baseball. And so you, you have to be good and, and you have to be really good. It's, it's a little bit like Phoenix. You have to be really good for people to notice there. You can't just be, you know, 85 wins. That's going to be treated with a collective yawn, I think. Maybe, but, but the flip side is, your sports dollar has less places to go now in San That's Diego. True. That's true. You know, it, it does. It, certainly it, compared to LA, you're, you're, I mean, and Phoenix. Yeah, you're 100 percent right about that. If, yeah. if I am, if I am taking my 100 sports dollars, I'm allotting in LA some to UCLA or USC, right. some to the Kings or the Ducks, so, you know, Lakers, some to the Clippers. Lakers and the Clippers, and then yeah. you know, yeah. the Dodgers, the Angels. Yeah, the Chargers yeah, I mean, and the Rams. Whereas LA now is, you're, is a, you, know. you know, you got eight eight major sports teams plus <laughs> the schools plus it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, it is. It's a bit of an apples and oranges comparison I'm making. I'll, I'll concede that. Well, but I mean, but, but I just, you you acknowledged even with Phoenix though. It's you know you've got ASU, but you've also got you hockey, basketball, baseball, yeah. football. Right. And now right. AAF to the extent that that matters. <laughs> Let's not forget about the mighty San Diego fleet. Uh, but uh, but no, you're right. I mean, it, it, the opportunity is there to you know get people excited. Um, you know, the people who are kind of maybe you know burned by the Chargers leaving. Um, you know, you can you can try to you know whip up into a frenzy a little bit. Hey, this is this is our team. It's our city. Blah blah blah. Um, and maybe it will work again. Uh, you know, I remember when I was a kid going to going to the Murph. Um, and seeing games, you know, with my dad and, you know, if the, the Padres were a, never a great team, but, you know, they had Tony Gwynn. They did, I mean, they made a World Series, didn't they? One yeah. of the years. Well, they were the, in the, uh, the Yankees. Yeah, the 96 World Series, which yeah, was uh, yeah. Kevin Brown. Yeah. And they got uh, swept, I believe, if I remember right. Jim you know, really were, home run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were really good, you know, had some good teams. And obviously, Tony Gwynn is an, you know, iconic player. And they really have faded into irrelevance the last, you know, five to ten years. You don't even really speak about them. I mean, if if you ask me to name you three starters from them last year, I couldn't do it. Even couldn't, if I, I even if it. I spot you, Eric Hosmer, you spotted me, Eric Hosmer, <laughs> and that's the only one I could name. In all honesty, there's some, probably some other names I know. If you said, and it's going to be like, oh, he's with the Padres, but. I couldn't do it. And they play it. They play the same division as the team. I live, you know, I live in that city. They play here nine, 10 times a year. They stay in spring training here. So it's certainly not like I'm not exposed to them, but I still don't know. I could not name you one starting pitcher 
from them last year. No well, one. So their main guy was, or I guess I shouldn't say main guy. The guy who I liked was Joey Lucchese. Yeah, I don't even know that name. <laughs> he's there. He's that like, a, like a character in The Godfather. Kind of. He's a young pitching <laughs> prospect. But they had a uh, okay. So here are guys whose names you would know. Brad Hand was okay. with the team. Uh, right, and they traded him, right? Right. He was a yeah. Okay. Uh, Clayton Richard, Tyson Ross, okay. who's one of the Rosses. Right, I do remember. So Clayton Richard, and see, okay, I know these guys from very, you know, Clayton Richard. I remember was a Michigan quarterback recruit that ended up going to baseball, and yeah. Tyson Ross pitched for Cal. I remember him, play, you know, pitching against ASU, but I couldn't have told you either one was with the Padres last year. Um, so this was this was the lineup that these are the guys by position who played the most okay. games. Their catcher was Austin Hedges. Never heard of him. Hosmer at first. Okay. Jose Purella at second. That's two I've never heard of. This guy I think you might have heard of. Freddie Galvis at short. Okay. Yes. Didn't know he was with them, but yes, yeah. I've heard, I've former, heard of him. Former Philly legend, Freddie Galvis. Okay. Uh, Christian Villanueva at third. I uh, don't know that I've heard of him. I, yeah. guys <laughs> Here's the Similar one. names. Who's the yeah. other guy who I think of the outfielders? This is the guy I think you would have heard of, Hunter Renfro. Uh, I've heard of Hunter Renfro. Does it matter that I know him from Clemson playing football? Then it's not the same guy. Mm, I'm going to count it. <laughs> I'm going to count it because okay. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah, he was the walk-on receiver who ended up a cult hero for Clemson football. Yeah, uh, Manuel Margot and Franmil Reyes. Gosh, yeah. Uh, they uh, also had utility man Will Myers, if that does anything okay, for you. Okay, I've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, God, he's a utility man now? Yeah. He's a giant prospect. Well, they move, well, I mean, they move him between first, third, and the outfield. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, that makes sense. So the, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've heard of him, but that's even more startling than I thought it would be in all honesty. Like, I thought you'd read me the names and, you know. I know like seven of them and be like, oh, I didn't know they were there, but yeah. For, well, there are a couple. Like, not many that Ch- I know. Uh, Chase Headley was was with them. Uh, okay. Um, good old good old Chase Hetty. And only because uh, that's Headley. Um, <laughs> well done. Well done. And then a couple guys who you would have heard of either for where they were before or their unique names. Uh, AJ yeah. Ellis, the catcher. Okay, and, yes. With who the Dodgers. It? Yeah. And Matt yeah. Sure. Or Caesar. Oh, Matt Caesar from the Cubs. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. I didn't know he was there, but all right. But yeah, so not Former really Villanova quarterback. Yeah, not really a a who's who. No, of, no. Uh, so there, you know, there you go. Like, I mean, again, and I'm I'm in a market that is relatively well exposed to the Padres. I mean, again, they play here. They play in the same division as the D-backs. They play nineteen times. Here. Right, you know, so it's it's not like it'd be different if you didn't know him. Be like, well, how much really do you get exposure to him? Uh, you know, now again, I'm not a baseball holic guy. I mean, I don't I don't live and breathe baseball like I do the other two sports. But still, that's kind of alarming how little I knew. Yeah, I mean, because I because I follow baseball well enough. It's not like I know nothing about baseball. Of the top, you would have recognized the top three guys in war because I'm giving you Hunter Renfro and then it's Will Myers okay. and Freddie Galvis. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> Hosmer was ninth, and they paid Hosmer they? a lot of money. They did, yeah. Well, see, I obviously I know Hosmer from the Royals, but I also know Hosmer and Brad Hand because they were both ASU recruits um, back when I was working for ASU baseball. In the Murphy they were, era? They were. They were the same class. It was Hosmer, Brad Hand, Brett Laurie, who I know just signed with the Brewers, was, a, was I think, an all-star at one point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Decker, I don't think he ever made the bigs. And then uh, Kyle Skipworth, who was like the number five pick and never made it. But those guys were all in the same class, and none of them, you know, they all got drafted so high they ended up going pro. Well, you got to count the shot. Like, it's not, it's not even close. You got to count who? The shot right here. There's a tenth of a second on the clock. Oh, I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did they call a foul? I don't know. The shot didn't go in, did it? I don't know. I don't know what they I thought the shot missed. But they got to say this happened in regulation, right? Yeah. Yeah. They called a foul. He raises his arm. And the shot, well, they didn't show it. Oh, Hurley's upset again. Bobby cannot contain himself. Oh, they're sitting down. Seven-tenths of a second. Oh, were they not in the bonus? Stanford ball? What? They're calling that an offensive foul on Rob Edwards? Or no foul? Uh So what did they call? Travel? I don't know. The guy lifted his hand. That Uh, makes no sense. I don't get that one at all. You can't go back and review and call it travel on review. You might, maybe you should be able to, but you can't. Yeah. Well. Wow, that's bizarre. It didn't matter, I guess, ultimately, but. So, all right. Um, but yeah, long story short, um, Padres, relatively irrelevant, and that's being kind. So I guess at the very least, it's got us talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I'll ask you. You know, you, you're a guy who attends uh, a fair amount of baseball games through the season. Um, did this cause you to think I got to make sure I see the Padres when they come to Milwaukee? No. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't for me either. Coming, you know, and again, I've got opportunities down here, spring training and regular season, and there was, you know, it's not that. Now, if someone called and said, "Hey, I got two tickets to see the Padres. You want to go?" I would, you know, it's not like I'd say no. I, that, that sounds terrible, but I'm not seeking out the game to make sure I'm there for it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I would not pick it. Uh, I let, well, since it's February and ASU's at halftime, let's walk through <laughs> who are some guys who, who you would pay to see right now. See? I would pay to point. see the Yankees, Stanton, Judge, I would all too. those guys. I would too. Yeah, Aaron Judge, I think. And now, for me, that's – and for you, too, because we're both in National League cities, you don't get them very often. True. So it's a, it's a little bit – they are coming here this year. And, and I have – you know, they're playing a two-game series here. And I have thought that I'd like to go to a game because they don't, we don't get very much exposure to them. They don't train down here. They don't come here very often. But, yeah, I, I agree with you on them. Um, I always like to see Kershaw. So if, yeah. when the Dodgers are in town, I think – for me, the pitcher list, Kershaw, Scherzer, um, I'd like Verlander, to, Verlander. I, I'd like to see Otani if he ever comes back to pitching. Right, right. Um, I agree, but he's not going to this year now. I guess he'll, he'll DH something this year, it sounds like. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I agree. He's unique. Um, for and, me, the guy I want to see the most is Trout. I've never seen yeah. Trout. And I'm bound and determined to go see them in spring training this year because I've never seen him in person. Well, you got, um, you I mean, it's in, they train at Diablo Stadium, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for a game. I'm going to, you know, on, the, on my days off, I'm checking their lineup. And if they tweet out he's in the lineup, I'm going. I'm not going, not knowing he's going to play. But, uh, he, you know, they came here last year in the regular season. And he was hurt. It was when he was on the DL, um, so I didn't get to see him then. So I'm, I'm determined to see him. But there's, there's not a lot of guys in baseball. I mean, you know me and, and football, especially. I've got a long list of you know places and players, honestly, that I want to see or that I have seen because I wanted to go see that player. Well, in uh, baseball, you've seen the too. things. Like you've been to Fenway, you've been to Wrigley. I have. I have. Yeah. Know, there's yeah, not I a mean, lot else out there. The primary places I want to see, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, you know, you've been to Yankee, Dodger Stadium. I have, I have. I mean, Yankee Stadium doesn't really do a whole lot for me. If I went to New York, I'd rather see the Garden or uh, you know MetLife Stadium. Honestly, even though that's not the original place, but it's not the same Yankee Stadium, so there's not the same appeal there. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. And there's just there's not a lot of players that I'm like I gotta see that guy. I've seen Harper, and that was cool. You know, I, I enjoyed seeing Harper, um, uh, you know, but there's not a ton of guys that I'm like, man, I, I got to make sure I see that guy. If you see the uh, Indians and Kluber's pitching, that's worth it. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's uh, there's plenty of very good players. And, you know, I did. I saw Scherzer a couple of years ago and got rocked. Um, but, you know, he pitched down here. sometimes that's fun to see, too. It, it, yeah, I mean, it was surprising, you know, but but it was you know it was fun seeing him. I went down, you know, by the bullpen pregame, watched him warm up, and um, but you know, just thinking at it, thinking of it, not necessarily from the standpoint of me and you, who are sports guys, and you're even more of a baseball guy again than me, but just the you know the casual fan, the you know the the sports fan who you know eh, I got to make sure I see this guy. How many guys in baseball are like that? We've talked about this before. There's not a lot right now. I mean, I think the I think the guys on the Red Sox. I think uh, Bogarts and Betts, maybe especially Betts, may become that. Betts might be, yeah, yeah. I mean, won an uh, MVP and they won a World Series, and, but you know, yeah. I think on some level, especially in the you know being a child of the steroids era, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm more impressed by. I personally am more impressed by the pitchers. I usually will dictate my. You know, if the, if a team's coming for a series against the Brewers, right? You know, I will make sure I see Kershaw. They, the Dodgers are right. coming for a four game series in April or May, and yeah. and I will. You know, a lot, the last few years I've gone to every game just to right. make sure I, I saw him. Um, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. This year I'm going to wait and see what the you know rotation is, looks like, and then yeah. I'll pick up. His game, assuming that he's right. healthy in there, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. The, a lot of the hitters, you know, Stanton's fun to see. But I've seen guys. You know, I saw Bonds play. I saw Bonds exactly. in a, you know in a exactly. home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's uh, it's just different. I mean, it, I'm not saying it's bad necessarily. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sounding the alarm bells that baseball's dying but there's there's not a lot of like crossover star power i think we talked about that last year with the home run derby i remember kind of discussing this like 
how many guys are must-see in person, must-see TV. There's not a lot. And, you know, basketball has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's clear, obviously LeBron, but but there's guys on the, on the you know, Steph Curry, James yeah, Hart. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Giannis seems to be a guy on the rise. Uh, Joel Embiid. I mean, I went to see yeah. the Sixers this year because I wanted to see Embiid and Simmons. Yeah, I, mean, um, I think and, that, you know, and I think you can say, you know, we're very close to saying Doncic and Porzingis. Yes, uh, you know, yes, and, yes, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I want to see Doncic. I almost went earlier this year to see the Mavs play. I didn't end up going, but but I do want to at some point, you know, because yeah, he's he's unique. Um, baseball just doesn't have a lot of that, you know, and and. Uh, now again, for me, I have to remove my bias or my not bias, just you know what I like more. I'm, I'm more of a football and basketball guy. But um, out, outside of Trout, there's nobody. Now some of these guys I've seen, I've seen Kershaw. You know, uh, yeah, I, it's fun to see him again, but I have seen him. Well, um, and I saw it, Harper. I think know, part of it is also the NBA builds stars, stars, and it's True. designed to do that. You know. True. I mean, I'm I'm already. You know, I have already talked to my dad, like, you know, next year, wherever Zion is, I'm going to see him when they come play the Suns. Like, I want to see him play. If I could go see Duke this year, I would. But it just wasn't practical. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, there's there's that notion. And, and you're right. I mean, basketball's different because you, you see these guys play in college and then they're in the NBA. Boom. You don't see that in baseball. You know, you see a... You see a big draft pick. I mean, what was it? The, I think he's with the Padres. The kid who uh, Hunter Green, who's mm-hmm. like a big prospect. They drafted him. I think you know top five. He's in the minors. When he comes up, he might be a guy you really want to see. But he's kind of disappeared off the radar for now because he's toiling away in the minor leagues. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's part of what happens. You know, with a lot of these guys, if they're not, especially if they're not on your team, right. you just kind you of lose them. You know? too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the Kyler Murray debate that has been going on, you know, less so the last couple of weeks. But, you know, does he want to go play baseball where, yeah, the money's there and you know the money's there. But you're you're probably going to toil away in the minor leagues for a couple of years and people are going to kind of forget about you. We have short attention spans. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he's a big star now, but if he's playing in Modesto, we're probably going to lose track of him. But if he's playing for the Miami Dolphins, we're not going to lose track of him. He's going to still be a relevant name. Yeah, I think that's true. I, I think you, you know, you anxiously await the guys on your team. And then there's a there's a finite number of guys. And I don't know if they break through to everyone or if they just break through to baseball fans, like people who care about baseball. But, you right. know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is, yes. Yes. you know is someone I think when he hit that homer uh in the, the Stottle and uh, Peak. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. During the uh, last spring training when the Blue Jays do their two games in Montreal, which this year the Brewers are playing in and Are they? I I'm not going. But there's part of me that wants to go That would be cool. No, to, I, I agree, yes. Yes. You know, just to see my team play in Olympic Stadium for the yeah. you know, two games a year where they get that. That is cool. I, I would be tempted to do the same thing. I agree. Um, but anyway, my, my point is, you know, unless you're that type of prospect, um, you don't break through. You, know? you don't. Like, no, you don't. I care yeah, about I the mean, fall league, but, you know, 
the Brewers right. guy won the MVP. That's the only reason I can tell you who won the MVP of the Fall League this right. year. Right, exactly, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Vlad Jr. is notable because he's Vlad Jr. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if if, uh, if he was, you know, uh, Fernando Tatis. Guerrero. Are you aware right. that Fernando Tatis Jr. is also a top prospect right now? I am, uh, only because I recently read a story about top 50 prospects, and I saw he was listed, I think, second behind Vlad Jr. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, Vlad Jr. is notable because he's Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, oh, you got to see this kid, you know, and I, I went and saw him play in the Fall League, but made a special trip to to you know the Cubs stadium this year after uh, you know after working one day to go see him play a fall league game because I wanted to say I saw him so yeah I mean there are some guys like that but there's just there's there's less for me than the other two sports uh, it's a little bit more like hockey I went I went and saw the Maple Leafs this past Saturday so I could see Austin Matthews there's a few guys but there's not that many in hockey for me that I, I gotta make sure I see that guy in person I think that's true. I think hockey more than any other sport is about franchises. Like it is. I've it is. seen I personally have seen the Bruins and the Maple Leafs play. Yeah. And the only ones for me that I'm missing, I've never seen the Canadians. I want to see them. Yeah. I'd like to see the Rangers. Yeah. And that then I feel pretty much like I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I saw the Rangers play the Coyotes back when they were at America West when they had Gretzky. Um, so I've, I've, I've checked that. I don't think I've ever seen the Canadians and I'd never seen the Maple Leafs before Saturday night, you know, so that was, that was cool too, just to say I saw Toronto and see yeah. Canada and stuff like that, you know, and the, the history, I saw the Red Wings play, you know, here many, many years ago. And I would add the Blackhawks to my list. The Blackhawks, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, basically the original six are really the ones that kind of jump out, um, you know, and, and you know, I did. I went to see the Caps this year because they were the defending champs. I wanted to see Ovechkin. A couple years ago, I went and saw the Penguins to see Crosby. So I mean, there's a few guys. It's to me, it's it's like baseball, like the very top level guys. Yeah, I want to say I saw Mike Trout because Mike Trout's very likely going to go to the Hall of Fame and you know be one of the best ever. And I want to be able to say, yeah, I saw him play in person. But there's not a tremendous depth of that like there is in basketball and football for me, at least. Yeah. Well, and I know also for you, unlike with hockey, football becomes a thing of seeing the venue, you know? It does. It does, like, without I mean, a doubt. Madison I mean, Square Garden, I guess, is a venue, but you could really – I want to see a Knicks game more than right. – you know. Me too. Me too. No, I, I agree. I mean, that is, you know, one of the big things I want to do is get to a lot of these, you know, college stadiums. Some of the NFL stadiums last year I got to – you know, I got to Green Bay and I for an NFL game, and I saw Atlanta and Dallas for college games. But you know, still got to see them, which was cool. Um, so yeah, I mean that that to me is a big thing, and I've zeroed in on football more so than the others. I would like to see Madison Square Garden. That is probably the basketball place or hockey. I wouldn't mind seeing a hockey game there either. Uh, you know, to go there and see. Um, it's a long journey. That's that's the thing. I gotta you gotta make it worthwhile if I'm gonna go all the way there. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I should correct myself. Hunter Green is with the Reds. Mm. I was totally wrong on the Padres. The Padres had the third pick in the draft. I think that's why, because he's a California kid. I think he had been rumored to go to the Padres, but the Reds actually took him. Well, the Reds took, uh, the Reds also had Senzel, who went to, I believe, U of A. Nick oh, really? Okay, okay. Um, and he's 
probably going to be up this year for the whole year. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they've they've had uh, they've had some high picks in a row. So yeah, did, when did the Reds take that guy? Do you know? Was that a while uh, ago or three years ago? Three, four years. Three ago? years. Okay, okay. Might have been four. I'm looking. I'm looking at the 2017 draft. That's when Hunter Green went. He was the second pick. He was the kid who was, I think, a pitcher slash shortstop. And there was a question of, you know, but he's pitched. He's been great. I mean, I know he was in the Futures game last year and got rave reviews. Mm -hmm. Baseball is the one sport where the exhibition game is basically the same. That's true. That's true. You're right. Yeah. It's uh, it's not not quite um, the NBA All-Star game. Yeah, just because there's not really a... You know, there's not really a, a second gear to baseball. If you're not throwing batting practice level pitches, it's a real game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not uh, it's not the same as yeah when you when you play defense like you do in you know football all star games or basketball all star games and the defense really kind of becomes optional. Yeah. Um. Before we go. Jalen Strong back in the NFL signs with the Browns reuniting with Demarius Randall. Um, my quick take is okay. I hope it works out for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, hey, he's he's uh, you know he's at the stage of his career where opportunities are not going to be much more plentiful. Uh, so you know this might be it. Hopefully he can take advantage. I mean, he's got an uphill battle to make the roster. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, I'll I'll be rooting for him. Uh, he was he was a heck of a player here. It has never come together in the NFL like I thought it would for him. Not even close. Um, but boy, the two years he had here were something special. And uh, I guess the the last thing we put it on the Twitter account, but we'd be remiss not to mention it here. Uh, yes. Wolfgang Weber picks up his seventh state title at yep. South Point. Yep, yep, he's. Uh, He's a machine. He's been going and going and going. I mean, he was a legend when we were there. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and we graduated from there, what, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he won a know, state so title that year, too. He did. He did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is uh, an amazing run. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how long he's been there total. I mean, like I, I, I mean, said, he's I felt won like a when, title in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and yeah, 2010s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, he... So he's he's going on, I mean, at least over thirty years. Obviously, I think it's thirty-seven title, and seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. I think yeah, it's thirty-seven say, years. I think it's thirty-seven years, seven titles, uh, three state runner-ups where he made yeah. the final and lost. Yeah. So yeah. ten state yeah, finals mean, in thirty-seven years. A remarkable run, which, really. which I mean, basically yeah. tells you he's averaging once per. Class, you're gonna go uh, at, some, state at some game. time in your high school yeah. career. You are gonna have a chance to play for the state title. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, doesn't work out that way because you want a couple back to back. But but the no, point but, remains but on average. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, probably probably not many four year South Point kids have not seen the soccer team at least play for a state title. Um, you know, so that that is. Uh, that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we we have marveled over what Doc Benet has done with the football program, and deservedly so, because uh, when we started there, and our, right before we were there, the football program was kind of a you know average run of the mill program, and they've become a elite program in the state. But yeah, I mean, what what Weber has done there for such a long period of time is amazing. I mean, to be able to do that 
for that long to do anything that well for that long. I don't care what it is. is pretty remarkable. Yeah, seriously. Um, my voice is gone. So we're going to wrap up here next yes. week. Uh, we'll be back. We'll have to pick a day, uh, yes. which we'll do off air. Cause that's, that's yes. how we roll. Um, <laughs> yes. But until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. DX is in the Hall of Fame. It's the Ben and Matt podcast. Yes.